We are not doctors. This content should not be used in substitution of professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always get advice from physicians for medical conditions, and any advice we give should be tried at your own risk. And always ask a doctor before starting something new. Today on the Raising Nuts podcast, we'll talk about inflammation, we'll tackle the munchies, and we'll explain how Jody and I can read each other's minds. Let's go. Has no patience, look at his face and in his eyes. He's been waiting, he's been way bound to the die. Always taking chances, all those conversations. Don't know if I make it, don't know why he even tries. Say, oh, I am a believer. Welcome back to episode five of Raising the Nuts. I'm Jody. And I'm Trevor. What's up? Nothing. I missed you. I missed we were, you too. We were separated. We were. For a couple days. We were. You want to tell them why? Because you were in Schenectady, New York. Yes. It was a. Uh, it was actually a great trip for me, personally. Uh, Jody was stuck at home with the kids, which probably wasn't as fun. It was okay. It was okay. I think it was actually probably good for both of us because... Well, for me, I was just focused on poker and I got to hike outside a bunch and do yoga and meditate. And it really, I was like, couldn't believe how much free time there is in a day when you don't have responsibilities. And for you, it gave you the time to, you know, get organized with life and spend a lot of time with the kids. Wasn't that that great? It was wonderful. You don't seem like you're enthused. (laughs) Taking care of three kids alone is a lot. Yeah, that's okay. Well, speaking... <laughs> yeah, okay for you because you were doing <laughs> yoga in the woods. Yeah, man. It was a great. Uh, I got 32nd in the tournament there for $2,000. Yeah. And I got fourth in the charity tournament. That was fun. I got a trophy, which Cam was very excited about. She already confiscated it. I met so many really nice people there. Oh, I had the meetup game too. We didn't even talk about the meetup game. Yeah. You were actually up there with me for a day. I was. So we drove up together and then you flew back the next day out of Albany. On the smallest plane ever. Yeah. There were so many nice people there, uh, so many people that I got to talk to pretty in depth and uh, and learn about what they do up there. They do a lot of fishing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fishing going on up there, uh, but lots of nice people, so that was fun. Um, weird crowd a little bit, just because it, the interesting thing that was different about this meetup game was it seemed as if like maybe 60% of the people didn't even know who I was. They just saw like Poker Pro that they would have a chance to play with and they didn't even know that I had a YouTube channel. Whereas in Maryland, everyone there pretty much was there because they watched my videos. So that was interesting. Different dynamic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but today is, uh, today is Ava's birthday. Today is Ava's Ava, 11th birthday. Ava, if you don't know, is our oldest child. And we became parents by her 11 years ago today. That sounds <laughs> ridiculous. That's, how, that's not how you say it, I guess. But... Uh, <laughs> So we weren't married yet when we had Ava. We, we had just gotten engaged. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> we had just gotten engaged three months before that. If you listen to the to our love story, you'll you know you can know the whole backstory of our courting. <laughs> Is that what they call it? <laughs> My God, what are you a <laughs> hundred? Uh, that is in what was that in episode three? I think we talked about that. I don't, I don't remember. They all blur into one. Yeah. So three months later, Jody got pregnant with Ava, and we had a long talk about why we should have a kid and stuff like that, right? No. No. How no, did we did it, not. How did it go? It went like this. Trevor, let's have a baby. Okay. Done. Yes. 
And to me at the time, I didn't even comprehend what, what I was doing. It didn't even hit me that, oh, this is a really big responsibility and we're going to bring a human into the world and then you're going to have all these responsibilities and all these challenges and all this beauty, obviously, like being a parent is unbelievable. But, but you know, I didn't, didn't even really, I, I was just like, yeah, let's have a kid. There's no big deal there. We were 24. Yeah, we were 24. And uh, I'm happy we did it that way, though. Mm-hmm. And Ava's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's 11 today. And she's probably, but in, she's 11 in age, but 25. Or and, more. Yeah. And not, not in Maybe like 40. A, but people say that like about their kids because they think they're like Cam is nine, but she thinks she's 21 in mm-hmm. a, in a different way. Right. Ava's like an old soul. Like, Ava's mature. Yeah. Ava's mature and more in depth. I just realized something that we're going to have to think about right here because we have different microphones for the first time mm-hmm. before we couldn't talk over each other. Yeah, now because, we can. Yeah, because we only had one microphone, and now we can. So we got to be cognizant of that because I just keep talking. You yes, should, you do. You should just tell me to shut up. Shut up, Trevor. Okay, you talk then. <laughs> I got nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into some of the nutrition world questions with Jody here, and then we'll come back to some other things that I had on my mind, if that sounds good to you. Whatever you want to do. Okay, so we still had some other nutrition questions. So... I think the first one you were going to talk about was uh, inflammation, right? Who had that that question? That was Sean. Okay. So Sean wanted to know about inflammation. Let me flip to the question. Okay. You're going to ask. Okay. Uh, He just asked for tips for fighting and avoiding inflammation. Okay. I I can tell you right now without looking at your thing that Bulletproof is huge for that for sure, right? Bulletproof is great for that, but just making sure that you're eating well in the first place is huge. You know, if you're eating crappy food all the time and eating lots of sugar and lots of processed grains and just processed food in general, then you're going to not feel so great. Yeah, I think, well, for me, I know alcohol is a big one there too. That's on my list. Okay, go ahead. Go through your list then. You're the the expert here. (laughs) So, I mean, the biggest thing for sure is your diet. You have to make sure that you're eating well. If you're not eating well, you're not going to be able to do anything. It doesn't matter what steps you take beyond diet. If you are eating poorly, then you're not going to feel anything from any other things that you do. Okay, what else? Avoiding too much alcohol, mm-hmm. like you said. That's that, a big one. Yeah, that I, for me now, that I, that I rarely drink now, if I do have a drink, I feel it immediately. Like I have to drink as much water as I possibly can while I'm drinking because I can just feel like inflammation in my fingertips and, and things like that yeah. where it just you feel swollen up. For sure. Uh, drinking tons of water is also on the list. So That helps you avoid inflammation, you're saying? Right. Gotcha. And that's going beyond drinking alcohol right if you're drinking alcohol you should be drinking more i aim drinking for more water <laughs> yes, drinking <laughs> more water not more alcohol <laughs> i aim for a gallon of water a day i have a 32 ounce water bottle and i know if i fill it four times that i'm getting a gallon and that's what i go for and that makes a big difference in me i know if i don't drink enough water i wake up the next day and my face feels swollen and my eyes feel swollen and i just don't feel great but if i'm drinking plenty of water then I don't wake up with that swollen feeling in my face. Exercising, regular exercise. It doesn't have to be intense exercise. It could just be going for a walk each day. Doing what you need to do to reduce stress. So if that means meditation, that goes back to exercise as well because exercise is really great for stress. There could be other things like food sensitivities that could be underlying that you may not even realize. Some people have a really hard time with the nightshade family. So that's things like bell peppers and tomatoes and eggplants, things like that. And then there is some other discussion about something called
called lectins that could bother people. That's getting pretty deep into the topic. And if anybody is interested in listening to me ramble on about that, just send me a message. But I'm not going to get into that on the podcast. But that has to do with a plant's defense system in their seeds mostly. And some people have issues with that and it can cause joint pain and stuff. So if you think you might have an issue with the food, what would be the path that you'd take to figure out whether you do or not? As far as food sensitivities? Yeah. So there's testing that you can do. I think it's ELISA ACT testing. Okay. So they can test for food sensitivities. You can just do an elimination diet, which is easily done. So what's that mean? Explain what an elimination diet would be. That's where you eliminate all the common triggers and then you slowly introduce them back in and see what, if anything, bothers you. Gotcha. So if, if someone thinks that they might have a problem with the nightshade family in particular, that, so that they would eliminate the peppers or whatever from their they diet. eliminate and then, the whole nightshade family for a few weeks. Right. And then and then reintroduce it slowly and see if they have problems with it. Right. One at a time. Gotcha. Okay. So that's uh, that's your thoughts on inflammation there. How about uh, what was the next question that you had? Well, so then I was going to talk about things that you can do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Besides, yeah. besides changing your diet and making sure that you're eating well, turmeric, the spice has been shown to help reduce inflammation. So you can take a turmeric supplement. Usually it'll come under the name curcumin. So C-U-R-C-U-M-I-N. Uh, you could do yoga. Yoga is great for stress. Let me plug the yoga that I do every day here. It's on YouTube. It's very easy to find. It's yoga with Adrian. Just type in yoga for flexibility. And it's the first one that comes up. It's 16 minutes long. And it's very, very easy to do. There's no, it's not like a crazy... Uh, it's not like you have to be super flexible to do it. It helps you get flexible. Um, but it's, I find it great. And I feel like completely reinvigorated after doing it. It's like 15 minutes long and it's, it's very relaxing. Or you could go to hot yoga like I do. Yeah. Well, that's m- like a little I'm more intense. going to go back to, to, cause I haven't been in a while. <laughs> right. But I, yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like hot yoga is something you kind of work up towards, but this, this one on YouTube, I mean, there's plenty of them on YouTube, but this one in particular, I found to be very, very easy to do for just anybody. You don't have to work up to hot yoga. You just have to work up the nerve to go set foot in the studio for the first time. I mean, it's for guys, especially for guys who have never done yoga before. It can definitely be a little intimidating to go in there. When I went first went into yoga. You've never stepped foot inside of a hot yoga studio in your life. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about just (laughs) hot yoga. I'm talking about yoga in general to go into a yoga studio. The first time I ever went was when I was still on the fatter side and you know, I'm six foot three, so I'm a pretty big guy. And, you know, you look at the mirror while you're doing yoga and I'm watching myself in the mirror the first time I ever went. And I'm like, I look absolutely ridiculous. I'm just big, oafy, doofy looking dude. And there's all these skinny, (laughs) somewhat attractive women here and just me. There's like 10 women and me. And I'm like falling all over the place. My rolls are hanging out of my shirt. (laughs) And I'm just like, this is a disaster. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. But I went back. And actually, Amy was the teacher of the class who owns the hot yoga studio. And uh, I really enjoyed it. But now I just stay at home and do it. (laughs) I think yoga has changed a bit since you first started going, which was years back. Because the hot yoga studio has a lot of men. There's a whole whole lot of men in there. Okay. I just think, I mean, I'm I'm just saying, I think it can be a, a bit intimidating to guys to think about going to yoga. I can agree with you on that. I'm just saying it's not that bad. Just go. Okay. All right. It's listen, not bad. <laughs> listen to Jody. Always that, that, that'll be the key of this podcast. Just listen. This is what I've learned a long time ago. And I, I said this in a video before and then somebody told me that I was a beta male. <laughs> 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 but I, 
I always listen to Jody because she's normally correct. Except you don't. I try to. <laughs> All right, go to the next. Go to the next thing you got there. Stop tearing me down. So did I say meditation? I don't even remember at this point. But meditation is really big. We talk about that a lot for self care. It can make huge strides in your stress level. So that's a great option for bringing inflammation down. And then green tea is another thing that you could take that well, you could drink green tea that can help fight inflammation. And then just getting a, um, enough omega-3s. So you're either eating fatty fish like salmon. Make sure it's wild salmon. Or you can take a really good omega-3 supplement. And there are just some basic tips. Okay. You want to do one more question here in, uh, in Nutrition Junction with Jody? Sure. So we had two questions that were similar. And their questions sort of have to be taken way more in depth, which I already told them that I would talk to them about. So I'm just going to talk quickly about them. One came from Curtis, and he said he gets the munchies late at night and needs to lose love handles and wants to know what the best replacements for Cheez-Its are. For Cheez-Its. I used to get the munchies a lot, man. <laughs> back <laughs> for a in, different reason. Back in the day, <laughs> there were a lot of munchies going on. I went to Rutgers, and Rutgers is famous for a grease truck sandwich. If you don't know what that is, you should Google it. It's a sandwich with a ton of food on it, and I used to eat two of them a day, and they'd have each one would have like 3,000 calories in it. Yeah. Okay. I'm turning green just thinking about them. Yeah. That was also, that was pre-yoga. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> All right. So tell us about Cheez-Its and munchies. What, what, what other munchies can we choose? Well, so this is why I was saying it's a bigger issue here. There's not really a replacement snack for Cheez-Its. If you're looking for a better, better option for something like a Cheez-It, my recommendation would be Simple Mills brand Farmhouse Cheddar Crackers. Oh, those are good. They're really good. They're made out of almond flour. There's Unless you have a nut allergy, then they're a terrible option. But right. if you do not have a nut allergy, it's the best option you could find. There's not a bunch of ingredients in it. It's just like it says in the title, simple, very simple. And they're really delicious. So that would be a decent option. However, getting the munchies late at night, if you're not like Trevor because you're getting high, that's a different story. But Wait, hold on. Nobody said anything about getting high. Oh, did I let the cat out of the bag? I'm sorry. Uh, that was also 12 years ago. <laughs> you're, you're saying it like it's current me. No, yeah. No, it's not current you. This is back in the day you. But getting the lunchies late, late at night. The, the lunchies? I think the lunchies happen during the day, <laughs> not at night. <laughs> <laughs> wait, are the wait? Do they call them munchies because they're midnight lunchies? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wait, was that a dad joke? You laughed at it. You I laughed did at, laugh at it. All right, it was a good one. So we talked about late night eating on the last podcast, yes. and how it's not good. You right. should not be doing it. But if you're getting the munchies at night, it goes back to what you're eating during the day. So changing the diet up during the day will help you not get the munchies at night. So that's why I was saying it's a more in depth discussion that i would have with them separately but right so eat your lunchies so you don't get the munchies that's right <laughs> eat your good quality lunchies so you don't get the munchies okay and then there's kind of a second question that's similar that you're handling here right right so the other question came from nick and he said as someone who's dieting to lose weight and therefore meticulously tracking calories what are some easy rules of thumb or big picture concepts to focus on so as to not become overwhelmed with tracking calories and nutrition at the same time so that's like a really in-depth 
question. And again, it has more to do with what he's eating throughout the day that I'd have to like go in depth and discuss with him. But basically some things that you can focus on are making sure that you're eating real food that's not processed, not overloading on starches. And when you're eating starches, so by starches I'm talking about grains and, and things of that nature, but when you're eating them, making sure that you're eating real grains, not processed, ground up grains like pasta and noodles. So you should be eating things like rice or quinoa, things like that if you're going to eat grains. And then mindfully eating. So paying attention to what you're eating, eating it slow, you should not be shoveling it in because if you eat too fast, your body doesn't have a chance to tell you that it's full. So if you're eating slowly and you're being mindful about it, you'll be able to realize quicker when you're full and then you stop eating at that point. Makes sense. So they're just like very simple, basic concepts. But again, it goes into a way deeper conversation. I'm not sure why this reminded me of this, but when I was in Schenectady, I learned that upstate New York does not have any vegetables. They don't sell vegetables anywhere there somehow. I don't understand. I see there's like farmland and stuff there. There's no vegetables. Did you go to every single eating establishment in upstate New York while you were there? I did not go to every single one, but I looked up a bunch of ones before I went there and they none of them had broccoli. I wanted all I wanted is broccoli. I love broccoli. <laughs> I couldn't get any GD broccoli anywhere. I bet you could have taken yourself to Whole Foods like you did and bought yourself some steamed broccoli on the bar. That's true. I but like I was going to Whole Foods every morning for my coffee, my bulletproof coffee, which was a twenty three minute ride. And the one day it cost me hundreds of dollars because I got a ticket. Uh, so I wasn't going to go back there again later in the day, you know? Why not pick it up while you're there getting your bulletproof coffee? It's broccoli. Because I like hot broccoli. I don't want cold broccoli. You just tried to feed me cold meatballs a few minutes ago. We, we shouldn't talk about our sex life on here, Jody. <laughs> oh my God, the looks you just gave me. You're going to make me drop the F-bomb again. All right, don't do that. All right, next question. Uh, not nutrition-related anymore. Thank you for all of your nutrition knowledge, Jody. You've enlightened the world, and I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, Devesh sent an email a while back talking about some anxiety relating to uh, dating, to asking women out on dates. And I responded through email, and I kind of just thought I could just share my response here because I think it could help some people specifically with regards to dating, but with anything, I think. Uh, so what I said was, well, first of all, that I related to uh, the anxiety behind asking a woman on a date because I certainly had the same anxiety many times. Um, but I think it tends to stem from a lack of confidence or self-esteem. So I think that looking into confidence-boosting exercises is actually a really good way to solve the anxiety issue when it comes to asking a woman out. And the way that I go about trying to build confidence uh, and what I've found helps in doing things that are difficult in life or trying new things in life is to do things that make me feel uncomfortable or are difficult. So if like anything comes up in my head where I'm like, man, I don't want to really want to do that. Like for instance, calling to cancel a security system in our house because I felt bad because as a small business owner. Well, I was like, no, I just got to do it. And then I did it. And then small things like that when you do those things, it allows you to do other things that are difficult. It's kind of just building on top of it. And the, uh, the example that I gave here also was uh, a cold shower. 
Now, I, I've, I know there's like health benefits behind these cold showers. Not necessarily taking a cold shower the entire time, but at the end of the shower, turning the water to extremely cold for the last 30 seconds. I know there's health benefits and all, but what I found is that, you know, your brain is constantly saying, don't do this. You don't want to, especially if you like warm showers, your brain's saying, don't do this, don't do this. But then you do it and you're like, oh my gosh, and then it's done. And you're like, I did it. Okay, that's great. And that's like a really big confidence building exercise to just do something small like that and then the next time in your brain, something comes up where you're like, I can't do this, I can't do this. Then you're like, okay, I'm just gonna do it. It's interesting that I found, uh, I guess what the other thing, uh, what I said was it's, it's easy to write this out, but you should do your best to build the confidence in yourself. If you ask a woman out and the answer is no, that is okay. At least you took the initiative to do it and so you won. You really won the exercise. It doesn't matter what the result was. It's the same thing as in, in poker. The yes or no answer doesn't dictate whether you won or not. Uh, in poker, you make the right decision over and over again and still lose sometimes. And in dating, making the decision to pursue someone and then having the confidence to do it is the right play to make. And then once you make the decision, you can't control the results. Things will just work themselves out in the long run. So it's all about focusing on the process of doing it. And uh, I think repeating that over and over again in different areas of your life is how you can make uh, make some big improvements and make, make some big uh, leaps in your life. Your thoughts, Jody? Sorry, I just talked again, rambled on for five minutes like usual. I agree. Okay. Any, any thoughts on asking a woman out? I don't ask women out, so I'm not sure. If you do want to ask a woman out, that's fine with me. Just let me know. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Um, so then I guess this also kind of takes me into another direction that yesterday was actually one year since I published my first vlog. Can you believe that? It's been one year. I can't believe that, actually. It seems like you just started. Yeah, if you guys aren't familiar, I started the vlog due to a challenge that Andrew Nimi had called Vlogger in Paradise. And I had been, I really wanted to do something like that for a really long time, but I just never got the nerve to kind of do it and like just sit down and do it. Uh, but I think it's been one of the best things that's ever happened to me, to be honest with you. And for a bunch of different reasons. Um, but one of the biggest things that I think have, has come from it is just the relationships that I've made with so many people and just from like a, it, it could just be a small interaction. There's been so many of these micro interactions essentially with people, whether it was at meetup games or through Instagram uh, direct messages where people will send me a question because they want to know what I think. And then we get to talk and I get to have a really good interaction with them. And I think that's been the coolest part for me. Um, so this kind of goes into, I told Jody to listen to this podcast. Uh, the podcast is called A Game Advantage with Elliot Rowe. And in this particular one I told her to listen to, Bill Perkins was on it. And he, Bill Perkins is a, uh, in, he's in the poker world a little bit now, and he was a, a commodities trader. He's been very successful. And um, he's writing a book right now called Die With Zero, and just talking about the value of experiences in life. Uh, what did you think about the podcast, Jody? I thought it was interesting, and I agree with what he's saying. That's what I say all the time about, like, budgeting. I suck at budgeting, and I'm like, what's – obviously, he's a little different because he's got billions or whatever, but, you know, I just kind of feel like I don't want to work ourselves to death to save money so that when we're older, we can swim through it like Scrooge McDuck. Right. The idea that Bill says is that you have a finite amount of time on this earth and there's also a specific amount of time in your life when you can use the money that you make 
to in, in an effective way with experiences. So for instance, there's an order of things in your life. If you have all these bucket list items that you want to do or just things that you want to do in your life, you, you're not going to skydive when you're two or when you're 90 years old. You're going to do it in the middle of your life usually. And a lot of times people plan their lives working nonstop to accumulate money that they'll never end up even being able to spend on things that they want to do. Uh, it's kind of in line with what uh, my personal life philosophy has, has been, which is actually one of my online poker screen names, which is TWAB MM, which stands for there will always be more money. And this has a couple of different applications to it. We're just going to, you know, spend money and enjoy our life with things that we want to do. But the other application to it of there will always be more money is that like, and it's easy to say when you've had success and things like that, but money is kind of irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. And that's what uh, I like the most about this channel that I've created is that I've, I focus way more on the relationships with people and the impact that you can have with any interaction that you have with someone every single day. Basically, every, every time you interact with somebody, it's an opportunity to make their day better or their life better in a way. And being able to have like very meaningful conversations with people, even if it's just like at the grocery store for 30 seconds, is you can have an impact on the world. And I feel like I've been able to do that with these with the, with the YouTube channel and with talking to people, and it's been really fun. Okay, so that's that for the vlog. I'm just excited to see what the future holds. One year in the books. Just hit the the channel's going through a pretty crazy upswing over the last month. Have a lot of new subscribers and some of the last few videos, the ones almost at 60,000 views, which just feels crazy. So that's pretty fun. <laughs> You're just sitting there quietly. Uh, so let's talk about some telepathy that we have between the two of us, how we can read each other's minds. Not even read each other's minds. Yeah, it's Sometimes, but other times it's something completely different. It seems like every time I go to text you, you're actually texting me at the same time if we haven't talked for like a couple hours or something yes that happened yesterday we hadn't talked to each other in a little while because i was out and i picked up my phone and i opened up the i opened up your text and as i opened it a text from you came through and then there was a couple times lately that you were thinking something and then i just said it yes where I'm thinking about something, like I've had it on my mind, not talking about it. We were not talking about it previously. It just popped in my head at a random time. And then all of a sudden, you started talking to me as if you heard what I was thinking and you just started talking. I mean, I, I feel like this probably isn't much of a surprise. If you're going to spend this much time with another person, it's just going to kind of happen, right? But it's weird stuff, too. Like, what was it, last week? We both text Jay at separate times without ever having a conversation about anything and we both asked him the same exact question but you did it first and then I don't know an hour or so later I sent him a text with the same question and it was like a very specific question yeah it wasn't it was not just like a normal question it was yeah, very like we saw something and we were asking him how old someone was yeah and we had not spoken about it but then when I text him and said, how old is this person? He said, I already answered this question for one savage today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not a big surprise to me considering we're just together constantly. So uh, we're just going to be on the same wavelength about a lot of things. So 
But this has been going on our whole relationship. That is true. And we, we we seem to not really run out of things to talk about, which is why this podcast should hopefully be pretty good because we can just... In, normally, we're you know up until 3 o'clock in the morning talking about nonsense, and instead we can just uh, talk about nonsense here on the on the Raising the Nuts podcast. You can talk about nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you saying that I'm, I'm the one that takes things off the rails here? You dominate. I dominate? Yeah. That's because you just sit over there looking at me, staring at me while I'm talking. Because you never stop talking. It's... How could I? What do you want to talk about, Jody? You talk about something then. Bring up a topic. Let's talk about going to bed. Going to bed. Because again, we are recording a podcast at night, the night before it's due. Yeah. Well, that's okay. That's how it goes. <laughs> that's because it's been a chaotic week and school starts tomorrow. All right. This is a good that's a good topic change there. Okay. <laughs> so you want to talk about school starting tomorrow? You talk about accountability? We're gonna change our life tomorrow. We are. Well, we've been changing it the past week. Yeah. Uh, well, that was part of uh, part of me being gone, you being home. You were you were making big changes in your life, being yep. accountable and th- and stuff like that, right? Yep. So, what are you gonna do differently? Well, all the lunches are packed already, so that's a big step in the right direction. Cam's applesauce that she eats every morning with her vitamins is ready to go in the refrigerator. So all that's left to do in the morning is. Get the cold stuff out of the refrigerator and put it in the lunch boxes and make breakfast. Yeah. So like being prepared is something that we've never been good at and being on a schedule is something that we're not good at. Our life has always been very chaotic because we've kind of just, I guess the two of us are not, both not very responsible is not the word I'm looking for. More so <laughs> organized. organized. <laughs> yeah. Organized and like good with scheduling because we kind of both just... We don't have the personality type to be like usually in a relationship, especially with kids, you need someone who's like on the ball. Like this is what we're doing here. This is what we're doing there. You know, I think in most households, there's somebody that's like that. But also in most households, people work outside the house or there has to be more of a rigid dynamic where there's more scheduling involved. For us, since we've been together, it was just like, yeah, we're good. We're just going (laughs) to. We're just going to take it as it comes and, and do this and do that. And, you know, that works fine until, it, like, even when Ava first went to school, that was fine. But then once Cam came along and Cam needs that rigid scheduling, that's when we I feel like we ran into some some problems. Not, not us having problems, but, like, you know, not being on the ball with things can catch up to you. Well, and also we have three kids in three activities – so their schedules are all over the place. Plus, there's activities in the school that you have to be prepared for, and there's just always something going on. So when you're not prepared for something like that, like not prepared in the sense of you didn't get it ready beforehand, then it really creates mass chaos. So, you know, I've always been a major procrastinator. I used to drive my mom nuts because I'd be working on reports the night before they were due. But that is when my brain turns on. You still drive your mom nuts. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we don't live together. So right. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Wait till she moves in here. No. <laughs> She's not moving in here. Judy, you can move in whenever you want. Let me know. No, Dennis, keep her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love you, Mom, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna make some big changes. This is going to be our school year. We're going we're gonna to be on ball with our scheduling... We're going to actually sit down the night before and plan things out. We're going to do it. 
So hopefully when we come back next week, we can report that things did not fall apart after day one of school. Yeah. And that we kept it with the trend. I, so all you guys are going to be our accountability coaches. That's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> that's what we need. I just and I'm going to start exercising too. So let's mark that down. Okay. Jody's going to exercise. Go back to yoga. I've been going hard. I've been, I've been doing good. You've been doing 15 minute yoga flexibility. Okay. No, no, no. I went to the gym <laughs> when I was in Schenectady. I went to the gym every time. How many Bef- times have you gone to the gym since you got home? I've been home two days. I didn't, it was Zero. Labor, day. Labor Day was closed. Today was Zero. Day. Zero, everyone. Okay. I'm going to go tomorrow morning. You can do stuff here. I do push-ups every day. <laughs> um, I'm so just kidding because I haven't gone any days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm building these abs over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought of something else that I meant to talk about when, we, when I was in Schenectady. Uh, there was it was really great like I said you know obviously just being able to do whatever I wanted and having no responsibilities but I also realized that it made me have to self-care even more and be really really focused on the meditation aspect and being aware because when you're just sitting there by yourself it's very easy to just like lose yourself in your thoughts or like to get distracted from trying to get things done because there's no responsibilities so like Whereas when I'm at home, there's so much, so much stuff to do. There's very little time for me to just sit there and be like thinking about random stuff in my head that could drive me crazy. Whereas I'm in Schenectady by myself in a hotel room looking out at the lake and I'm just like, do, 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 do. And I'm like, okay, those are thoughts in my head. This is a feeling in my body. Like I have to go back to the meditation over and over and over again. So like it, it was like more, more so that the self care from, from that perspective was even more important while I was there just to make sure that I was staying sane and staying on task too. that. Like it was crazy the amount of time that I had, but, um, and like the first day I felt very productive, but then the one day that I had off, I was editing a video the entire time and, uh, I was a little scattered brain while I was trying to do it. And it, it was just because, you know, I, I guess I didn't have to get it done right then, you know, whereas if I'm at home, I can, there's no wasting time. So it was just interesting to note the difference in that. I mean, for you, there had to be a difference being here without me, right? I mean, like yeah. you have to you you have to be responsible to do everything. Yeah. I probably didn't come up with my phone, but I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you feel like that helps you in the long run? Yeah, because I don't have anybody else to rely on, and I know that things have to get done, and I can't say, "Oh, hey, Trevor, how about you do this." Or could you do this? I just have to do it. So you're gonna you're gonna keep doing that now, or am I just gonna do everything? I'm gonna kick you out. <laughs> you're just gonna kick me out? Yeah. Send no. you back to Schenectady. I'll go hiking in the woods by myself <laughs> every day. You probably love it. Oh my god, I loved it so much. <laughs> I'm I'm com- completely on the hiking kick right now. Like I want to find as many trails as I can to explore and and navigate, especially when we travel places. Mm-hmm. That's I'm very very much looking forward to that type of thing. The trails in Tennessee were so much fun. Oh, those were great. We went to Nashville two years ago for our anniversary. And the trails two? there, it was two years, yeah. Really? Two, we were supposed to go to Florida, but then there was a hurricane there. So we had to divert the trip last minute to Nashville. I just thought it was more than two years ago. Nope. But yeah, I guess that's right. And there were some awesome trails there that both Jody and I always come back to when, when we're meditating <laughs> because we meditated there together. Yeah, which I always find really strange because I love the beach so much. 
I really love tropical places. And I also really love San Diego. The beach in San Diego was one of my favorite places. So it's always interesting to me that I come back to that open field on the trail in Tennessee. Yeah. We'll have to do that again. We actually maybe. All right. So let's throw this out there as a question. Jody and I, it's our 10th tenth wedding anniversary next month in October. We might have a weekend available to go somewhere. Probably has to be close to New Jersey. Not not close, but like only like a couple hour plane ride away. And we are going to go for the weekend. So where should we go? Let us know where we should go. Last year we went to Toronto. Went to Toronto last year, went to Nashville, and, and then we went to Florida right after that the year before. Yep. And I think we're going to do like a family vacation somewhere tropical as well, but not in October because hurricanes right yeah that makes sense okay <laughs> so let us know where we should go uh, if you have any other feedback about these this podcast about these about this <laughs> podcast uh, send us an email at raising the nuts at gmail.com and you can give us your feedback there or on any of the social media platforms anything else you want to talk about Jody I have like a really quick story that I could tell sure about Andrew again okay so I was sitting at the kitchen table. This was probably, I don't know, maybe a month ago. But I was sitting at the kitchen table, and he was walking around, fully dressed. And the next thing I knew, I heard some shuffling noises. I was like, what is that? And I turned, and I looked, and Andrew was in the downward dog position. If you guys don't know what that is, just look it up. It's a yoga thing. And he was shuffling towards me in the downward dog position, legs first, naked. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yoga, more yoga for <laughs> <laughs> naked yoga. <laughs> is that a thing? It's probably, I mean, they have goat yoga. I'm sure naked yoga is a thing somewhere. Oh my goodness. You want to try it? Nope. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. I don't need to see anybody's butt when no, I'm trying to. No, I, I wasn't talking about with a group. I met me and you upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. So that's what my kid does. All right. Our kid. Wonderful. All right, that's yeah. a wrap for this one, I think. Okay. All right, I love you. I don't know why I said that to you at the end of this. You love me or you love I lo- the crowd? No, I love everybody. <laughs> I don't know if you heard my talk here. I love everybody. Yeah, I love you too. All right. <laughs> Let's let's end this now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Bye. Don't know I'll be if I'm not free to take a lead. Oh, I am a believer. Oh, ground beneath my feet, but I don't flee because I believe. I'll stay down to the ground. Stay down to the ground. Stay down to the ground.